We fill it. So you'll spill it. What will it be tonight? Red or white? A Zena blend of burgundy. Drink wine. Spill tea. Hey everyone, I'm Jamie. <laughs> And I'm sweating, and this is Drink, Drink Wine, Wine, Spill Tea. Tea. The podcast where we talk about anything and everything, but with a sense of humor. So pour yourself a glass of wine. Put in your AirPods. And let's spill some tea. Love. I still Ooh. love knowing that that is a real sound. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, I also, I miss having that sound. I'm really glad that. That hey, we're back together again? Hey. I'm glad that we can have that sound again. Oh, my God. Is this your first one back together? No, we, we just recorded. Yeah, we recorded another one back together. Okay. Um, it was beautiful. It was wonderful. We witnessed okay. a crime and <laughs> we. We're not going to talk about that, Yeah, though. We're not going to talk about that on the record, but we did witness a crime and we have. Can't wait to hear about proof. it. Can't wait to hear about it. Yeah. We have um, recorded proof. But, y'all. You know her voice. You've seen her around. You love her. You hate her. But you love her. <laughs> and you love to hate her. Everyone, run a Michael. Is that, is that, please, can you? That's her middle name. I yeah, know, but, but I need, put the rumors to rest, please, because I want you to know that I asked Jamie last, yesterday, how to spell your last name. Yeah. And she didn't know. Because okay. I wasn't sure if it was Michael or Campbell. It's That's okay. <laughs> I confuse everyone all the time, mostly because I feel like my very good friends are like my theater friends, so that crossover is hard. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because like my stage name is Retta Michael, Michael's my middle name, and like my last name, my mother's last name is Campell, K-A-M-P-E-L. So That's not how you spell it. <laughs> spell with a C? Spell with a C, girl? She spelled it Campbell. Yeah, with a B. Yeah, people do. And she's C-A-N-T-B-L-L. Well, it's not worse. Yeah. It, well, what's worse is when I, I was, we have these award shows in Arizona, and I was an announcer, and I was, like, reading the person who, like, won, like, best lead or best supporting actress. I don't know. She won a big award. And I, and, but I was the one who got to read her name, and I was like, oh! I was like, my good friend, Retta! And I was like, Mikael! <laughs> because she spelled Michael, yeah. and I got really it's, stressed. It's strange, yeah. And I, I was like, great, good to know, good to know. Good I'm to know so my good nervous. friend Jamie knows how to say my name. I'm <laughs> sorry. I just got stressed and it was a lot of pressure. It's okay, it's okay. But Rita, Retta, it What's is up? so good to see your face. It's so good to FaceTime. see your face. I know, right? Where, where, are, you? where are you? Where are you, Retta? I'm on land! Woo! Oh my god. I'm on Which land? land? I'm the land of, of Arizona. Oh. The Ooh, desert. Tropical. How is it? <laughs> The lovely desert. She's dry. She's hot. She's um, dusty. It's great. <laughs> what just happened? Oh my god, I missed it. <laughs> I looked it up. I missed it. I was, I was trying to fan myself with my hat. And, and I, I hit you in the high. But it was like the biggest reaction. He was like, <laughs> okay. but you're in the desert. I'm you're in the in, desert. You're in you're in Arizona. Arizona, where I my I grew up. I'm in my childhood home. I'm in my childhood room. My room hasn't been like set up this way since I was whatever ten when I moved in here. So it's been very strange. Cute. Um, yeah, but you know, like every time you go home, it just feels different. 
Yeah, it's oh, like sure. this time around really feels different for me. Like for yeah. sure, really I was home for three months, so yeah. I hear you. Yeah, that's going to be me this summer, which is hilarious that I'm voluntarily being here at the hottest time of the year. Oh, so you're not coming back? To I'm. I, I'm. I don't know when I'm going back on the cruise ship. Oh, okay. So that's well, the issue. Like, I don't know when my job starts up again. Let's just get into it. Yeah, yeah. let's just like dive transition. in. So let's you were transition. just. So where were you before you got back to Arizona? Also, yeah. is there a cactus outside your window? Um, outside my window, yes, I can see one. Oh. <gasps> That's perfect. I just wanted to know. Continue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I forget that people don't, like, cactuses are, like, weird. I know. It's so strange. But also in Italy, which was super nice, um, which I will talk about in a split second when I lived there for two weeks, um, there were cacti everywhere, and it was so cool to see. And people were like, what the hell is this? And I'm like, uh, what? You don't know what? They're in Italy. Not saguaros, but, like, the little prickly pear ones. They're in Italy. It was so cool so to cute. see cacti there. Um, but yeah, so before Arizona, I was quarantined in Florida for two weeks after getting off of a cruise ship that I was stuck and quarantined on for 50 days. Oh my God. Yep. <laughs> that could be, that could literally be a TLC show. It yeah. could be. Like quarantined for 50 days. I like think that for 50 days. I think that there needs to be seriously now that I've lived cruise ship life and cruise ship culture there needs to be a reality TV show uh, or like Oh, I believe it. or or like a One Tree Hill style show yes. on a cruise ship because one we're all dramatic bitches and two the lives that we live and the stories that like unfold and happen as as you are living on a cruise ship it's it's wild to me. I cannot believe it's real life, honestly. So when did you when did you get on the cruise ship? Like when did you start? I so I flew from New York to Italy on January the end of January, like the last day of January, and I got to Italy on February first. Um, and I was in Italy for two weeks because the ship was still being built. I opened up a cruise ship, which is super cool and really unique. It was still being built. It was still being built. Most people don't ever open cruise ships. Yeah. It was so oh my God. built. Like I lived in the construction zone for two weeks in Italy. Was that scary that you were literally like, yeah, up there getting were sh- on a ship that wasn't even done being built? Yes, there were. So like the base of it was completely built, but like everything on the inside of the ship was not done yet. Like there were huge cranes on the outside of the ship that literally made the most piercing alarm sound, obviously for your safety, so you wouldn't die. But still, mm-hmm. it, was, it was this huge crane. There were two of them that you just were kind of like, hey, what's up? Like, don't squish me today, please. And oh there were God. so many Italian men that were just building this um, uh, machine that were kind of nasty in the oh. in the hot they way, would though? make. Oh, um, just kidding. Okay. <laughs> then, then never mind. I no, that. not really. But yeah, the cruise ship was literally still being built. And I'm- That's crazy. I, I cannot believe I lived that life. Seriously. I cannot believe the life that I've lived for the last four months. I knew that you were opening a ship, but yeah. I wasn't aware that it was like they were literally like do- building it. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> done crazy. yet. Yeah, it wasn't done yet. So how long were you on the ship before everything got weird? Um, so we left Italy on February 14th on Valentine's Day. And we went to Dover, which was super cool. Oh my gosh, I got to go through the Strait of Gibraltar, which is... 
um, the very uh, end of the Mediterranean Sea and the beginning of the Atlantic Ocean. And you oh, see cool. you see three countries and you see two continents. You see Africa on your left and you see Europe on your right. Like you go oh through God. you go through this little piece of, of water, this little strip of water. And so I got to literally see Morocco on my left, and then there's an island outside of Morocco that's a protectorate um, of France. And then there's Spain on the right-hand side, and then there's Gibraltar, the Rock of Gibraltar. It's so cool. So I, I got to see that, and right at sunset, it was oh like, what God. the hell? The sun was setting over the ocean, the horizon, like right as we're going through two uh, continents. It was so cool. Um, Wait, so... Oh, yeah. sorry. What were you no, say? it's okay. I was just gonna. I was just trying to continue my timeline of how long I was on the ship. So when you were going weird. through that canal or whatever, that like, so you could physically like, how far away were those? I could. I mean, like, I'll send you guys pictures and videos, but like, I could see. So like, the ship's moving. Like, you could see if you look to your left, you could see land on your left, and then if you look to your right, you could see land on your right, and that was that's insane. Yeah. And I didn't I, even know that existed. I didn't either, which I was kind of like, wow, we love America and the things that they don't teach us. Because everyone was we? literally all, and, and especially because Americans are the um, smallest number of uh, people on the ship. It's always international people that dominate mm. the ships. Uh, most, most everyone was like so excited, especially because it was at sunset. And I was like, what's that? Like, what's the Strait of Gibraltar? And I looked it up and I was like, oh my gosh, this is the coolest thing. And I got to That's witness insane. it. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, then I got to go to Dover, saw the white cliffs of Dover, and then we went over to Liverpool. So we were supposed to do a transatlantic travel from Liverpool to New York City because we were doing our big uh, launch party in New York City. Um, and that was going to be a 10-day ordeal. And literally halfway through, we're about three or four days in our transatlantic travel, we hear that we will not be going to New York due to the high COVID cases. And we're just going to be going straight to Miami for our protection. And this was when we had friends and family on the ship. Because, <laughs> like, our transatlantic oh travel price was super low. And so a lot of friends and family jumped on to, like, come be a part of the ship for the first time kind of thing. So I want to say I was maybe on the ship for enjoying it. Um a month because then once we got to Miami we did Miami to Bimini Miami to Bimini twice and then I got my contract was terminated and I um, was no longer employed as of March 13th March 14th Wow! so a whole month from February to March but when did you when did you get to Arizona though Oh, I, and then I stayed on the ship from March 13th I was supposed to the first my first date to get off was uh, April 10th and then on April 9th the CDC changed their rules and regulations and wouldn't allow uh, cruise ship members or cruise ship employees to uh, leave ships and fly commercial flights in America so wow. because we're docked out of Miami we weren't allowed to leave Miami and that was literally the night before I was supposed to leave so that was April 10th and then on April 24th, we set in a plan to um, drive from Miami to the West Coast because there's a couple other people on the Americans left on the ship that were from California. 
So they're going to drop me off on the way. But the CDC said no because that was dangerous for sleeping purposes because we weren't allowed to stop anywhere. We would have had to just drive straight through from Miami to L.A., which is nuts. But that was the rules. And so that didn't get passed on April 24th. So then the next date that they said we would be going home is May 1st. But we would have to quarantine for two weeks in Florida. Like we had to find friends and or family to stay with in Florida. We couldn't stay at an Airbnb. So if you're an American citizen and you don't have any friends or family in Florida, you're, you can't get off the ship. So my dear, amazing, wonderful uh, wifey Scotty, shout out to you, baby boo, um, had a friend who just moved out of a townhouse and they had extra place, like they had an extra bed and a bedroom. So I luckily got to get off the ship with my friend Scotty and quarantine for two weeks in Florida. So now I'm at 65 days quarantining and uh, I got to go home on May 16th. So it was two full months of me quarantining. From the time that your contract was terminated, yes. how many days were you stuck on that ship? 50. For 50 days? 50, yeah. We started counting wow. the day we got fired, yeah. Sorry, and our, so our contracts were terminated as a professional <laughs> term. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, take a sip of that tequila, baby. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you talking about my that. hefty pour. So... Walk us through what, so being quarantined on a ship for 50 days. During a global pandemic. During yeah. a global pandemic. What does that mean? Like, walk us through, like, what exactly that entailed. Absolutely. So, this is the funniest part, is that we were, like I just said, we were supposed to leave, like, the last group of entertainment, because everyone else still was still working. Everyone else um, was still considered necessary on the ship. It was just entertainment that had no purpose anymore, because also we're not supposed to be, you know, we're supposed to be social distancing. So entertainment were the only ones that didn't have a job. But we were supposed to um, get off the ship uh, April 10th, and then... Uh, uh, self-isolation, meaning like locked in our rooms if you don't have a job, um, for two weeks quarantining started April 8th. So we were all like, oh, that's okay. We're only going to be in quarantine for a day and a half. So it won't matter. But no, we were stuck on the ship. So I was stuck in my room during those 50 days. For two weeks, I was stuck in my room. For two full weeks, I could not leave my room. You could not leave your room for, for two, two weeks. For two weeks. And how I, big was your room? I mean, they moved us into the... Um, so on our ship, we have different terminology. We call them sailors instead of passengers. But so if I use that term, that's what I'm meaning is passengers when I say sailors. Um, but they moved us into sailor cabins, which are much bigger than our crew cabins for sure. But they're still not huge. Do you know what I mean? It's not like it's my room. It's not like it's a place that I find comfort in. They just moved me into this room for the purposes of um, not having us go stir crazy in our tiny rooms because our rooms are very small. All cruise ship employees know how small their rooms are. Um, but for two full weeks, I did not leave my room. I left my room once because I accidentally stepped on uh, my charger and I like opened the skin on my foot. So I had like a oh, blood... Shit. Yeah, it was, like, really messy. I had a blood blister, and I had to, like, go, and they had to pop it and stuff. 
So that was one excuse to leave my room and go to medical. But I literally did not leave my room for two full weeks. I had to do like, I started doing um, pacing from the uh, door to my bed, which was maybe 20 feet max. And I would literally pace and dance from my bed to my door just to like get myself moving and grooving because here's the funny thing. From April 1st until April 15th, I walked only 2,000 steps. Wow, that is saying. insane. You could not yeah. leave your room for two yeah. weeks. Yeah, but from, weeks. but from April 1st to April 15th, I walked only 2,000 steps. That's nuts to me. And, okay, run on me this. So yeah. everyone else is working and still getting paid. Right. So your contract was terminated, but you were yes. still stuck on the ship. Yes. Were you able to get stuff for free, like food and Wi-Fi? So, because you're not yes. making money. Like, how? Yes. So Wi-Fi was once. Wi-Fi was always free and is always free. Oh, okay. Right? So that's amazing. Oh, wow. And it's good Wi-Fi. That's not how it is on all ships. That's Oh, that's it's cool. how it is on no ships. We are very unique in that way. So that's one reason why I love my company. Two, um, food is always free. Um, for uh, Food was always free no matter what. Um, we paid for liquor, but liquor was at a discounted price. And when I mean liquor, I mean wine and beer. So that's why I'm also not drinking wine right now is because I had so much wine that I don't get any <laughs> wine for like the next year. I drank, I literally Never was only me. able to drink wine or beer, and I didn't want beer, so I drank wine every night in isolation. Nice. Yeah. So then after those two weeks, you were able to roam oh, yeah. about? Yeah, we were able to start roaming about again, but, like, nothing was open. So, like, on some people's ships, things were open, and they were able to do stuff, but my ship n- did not reopen things. So, like, I could walk on the top deck and, like, get sunshine and air and you know, see the other cruise ships that are also around us. Cause there were always usually like 10 cruise ships around our vicinity in the middle of the Bahamas. Cause we were just floating out in the middle of the Bahamas. Um, there are worse places to float. You're right. But I wish I had body <laughs> of water to jump into. That would have been nice. Right. Like yeah. we didn't have a pool. Um, we couldn't use the gym. We couldn't eat in the, you cafeteria. couldn't use the gym. No. Was everything had to be closed because we were still trying to be deemed a clean ship oh, yeah. so that we can send people home. Like, I don't know how on other people's cruise ships they were still, like, doing things. I'm honestly shocked by that. Like, I know for the majority, most people were, like, in quarantine, stuck in their rooms. But I also know of some ships that, like, people were hanging out and doing stuff. And doing, like, yoga, um, right? Yeah. But, like, luckily for us, we didn't have any COVID cases on our ship because we didn't have any um, passengers we only had people on from oh, the friends right. and family transatlantic, but I never had passengers. So, so you I still never know opened the like. ship. We still have not opened the ship. That's why we're going back later this year. We still did you ever do a performance? I did my show once. Oh my god! That's Are it. you going to have to like re-rehearse and stuff? Yep, we're going to have to re-rehearse. Hopefully, it's the same cast, but some people might not all come back. Yeah, yeah. I Why mean, you look at me like that. <laughs> I didn't mean to look at you. I felt that too. I know I did. Like it was a dumb question. I was oh, like, was sorry. that a stupid question? This is my face right now. I was talking to one of my friends that was on a cruise. Like I was just like responding to a story or whatever while he was still trapped. And that was the first time I like actually realized that people that are on cruise ships, like working on cruise ships and stuff, or even if you were just like visiting, yeah, that you are literally 
trapped in your yeah. little like cubicle cell. Yes. And then I started to see like your Instagram stories and stuff, but he was telling me that like, cause they did have COVID cases. So mm. they literally, they were like a high alert, like even yeah. more than I think what probably most people are. Mm-hmm. And he said that they would literally be given meals yeah. like, un- like under the door or like mm-hmm. something we where it was like, we had food delivered to us um, starting when isolation started, like when self-isolation started. And then after that, they just always delivered food to our room. So even if you were still working, because we couldn't go to the, we called it the kitchen table. That's our mess hall. That's what it's called. Um, and we would, we nicknamed it KT. So we couldn't go to KT. So food was delivered to our rooms, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and like coffee for breakfast or tea. And soda and drinks were delivered at your door. You got snacks delivered to your door. That like we literally had a menu that we uh, like a Google document. Um, that was what I was gonna say. Ordering like a menu, we had a menu to choose from, and you ordered the day before what you wanted for the next day. That's kind of nice, though. I mean, like, yeah, that's it's called, definitely it, like a, a cute silver lining. Oh, of course it is. It was like wow, I get to experience what the um, sailors are going to get to experience because it's it's a service called Ship Eats. It's literally like Uber Eats, but Ship Eats. Is it good food? It's just the food that you would normally eat in the restaurants or at the mess hall. You could just order it to your room. That's all. But for us, it, it, it started to slowly get worse and worse every day. Like I remember, I don't know if you guys were um, uh, following along. Uh, I might have actually been posting it on my Finsta. But I was literally doing every day, like at the beginning of isolation, like, guys, look at this shitty meal that I get to eat today. The vegetarian option is fried rice. And by fried rice, I mean rice with little bits of carrot and peas. Oh, I feel like I do remember that. And I was like, that was my meal. Do you know what I mean? Like stuff like that, where I personally, I'm not a vegetarian. I'm not a pescatarian. I prefer to eat that way just because it's lighter on the body. But, you know, if I'm, like, craving some meat, I'll eat some meat. But on the ship, I wasn't wanting to eat these meals. And I was like, this is a foreign dish that I don't know that I want this delivered to my room right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so, yeah. We got so – I got white rice. I could have white rice with every meal if I wanted. That's how much wow. white rice was on the ship. The process of spilling tea requires two things, piping hot gossip and eager ears to listen. So y'all better make sure your ears are looking fine. Velvet Ears Jewelry is a small batch polymer clay earring business for any person who wants to give their outfit a little, shall we say, spice. These vintage inspired pieces are made with lots of love and designed and made to order. So no two pair are the same. Super light and easily worn from day to night. These earrings have range, sweetie. Follow at velvet underscore ears underscore jewelry on Instagram and use code drinkwine comma spill tea when purchasing for half off a pair of earrings. You can order anything that's been posted or specially order a pair made just for you. Let's create something fun together. Stay groovy and keep spilling the tea. Okay, so... Those are like the details. The details. I have so many like, details. Like basic information. Yeah. Now let's like get into the nitty gritty. Spill the tea, bitch. Yeah. Nobody drink, wrote in, but you're going to spill it anyway. Drink tequila, spill tea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want you both to know that my mom and I love 
drunk history. And mm. I definitely feel like this is like drunk history, even though for drunk history, they're already extremely drunk when they're retelling history. But I feel like this is the same concept with you guys because it's like you get progressively drunk throughout the whole thing and you're like, I said more things at the end that I didn't need and mean to say and no. Suddenly Jamie's learning her words. No, that hasn't happened since the first couple episodes. (laughs) I've got it under control. Especially since I can't drink anymore. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah. Tell tell us like the tea. Like what was... What was it like? Like, get, get into Now we it. know it's like, like what it was like on the ship, but like, what was it like on the ship? <laughs> yeah, what was it like on the ship? I have never felt more at home. Like, I thought that like the stage was my home and like I loved the stage and like that felt great. But being on a cruise ship and like that specific cruise ship in general, I. I, my cast jokingly called me Madam Mayor, like, because I would talk to so many people and, like, knew so many people. Like, there was nowhere I couldn't go where I didn't have a conversation with somebody that I knew, which is great. And I love that about me. Um, it was so incredible. Cruise ship life is so incredible if that's the type of life you want to live. I think everyone okay. should live it once if they're willing to do it, especially to perform on a cruise ship. Because you get to travel the world. You're meeting the most incredible people. I'm sorry. I met the most spectacular human beings that have ever graced this planet. And I already know some incredible people. So Thank the you. fact that I... Yes, you two included for sure. But the fact that I feel that I met some lifelong friendships. I, met, I made some lifelong connections. Um, I want to work for this company. I want to open every single one of their cruise ships. They're opening three more. Um, it Yay. was, it's amazing. Like it's, it's like nothing else I've ever lived. And that's why I think it would be hilarious for there to be a reality TV show or like a, um, like a teen drama or, but like, you know, like a twenties drama kind of thing. It's so yeah. much fun and you don't understand it until you live it. Honestly. Right. A hundred percent. Like people can tell you stories and tell you what it's like, but like until you live it, you really don't know what it's like. So you had a really good experience being quarantined on the ship. I did. I feel I'm, I'm mostly heartbroken for the so many stories of people who have committed suicide or are struggling because they're still on ship. Have you not heard that? No. No. Yes. There have been lots of cases on top of Corona There's also like all these people stuck on cruise ships that are still stuck on cruise ships. It's been now almost 100 days kind of thing that people are stuck on cruise ships. There's now Black Lives Matter and all of these protests that are happening uh, happening around the world, which is beautiful that they're happening around the world. I find it so fascinating that I feel like because of like I feel like the media and the news will only focus around one thing at a time. Do you know what I mean? Like right now it's yeah. Black Lives Matter. Like for a while it was it was the cruise ship um, epidemic and like people being stuck on them because of this pandemic. Um, but yeah, unfortunately there have been a lot of people who are taking their lives because they don't have an end in sight of when they can go home because countries aren't opening their borders to what people home or the border that the ship is at, they can't get the people off the ship and fly them home. So like there are some ships that are trying to literally go to every country and drop people off. But like, that's a lot of money. Like there are so many factors involved right now of getting people home. Um, And it's 
really discouraging. Unfortunately, someone on my ship actually um, committed suicide, um, which really sucks. And Whoa. yeah, I um, am very heartbroken for that person. I actually knew their face. Um, I might have had a conversation with them, but I definitely knew their face. So it was just weird that like someone couldn't handle it because honestly, our accommodations were so great. Of course, they're not ideal. I'm not going to discredit anyone's discomfort because sure. everyone feels different in these situations. Like everyone acts different in these situations. But we were <laughs> very well taken care of, like extremely well taken care of. Like I have no complaints or qualms. It just sucked that we didn't know when we were going to be going home and it took forever. But like I am home now and I can look back and say, yeah, but like I had it pretty sweet in quarantine. Like I had a nice big bed. They let me move into a bigger room. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. You know, like simple things like that. It didn't, it didn't bother me that much. Of course it, it felt like I was being held prisoner, but that wasn't my company's fault. That was the CDC's fault. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like you have to place blame where blame is deserved, not just place blame because you're angry and you want to place it somewhere. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, like, I don't the, think ship, that's the ship beneficial. wasn't doing it on purpose. No. Um, it was literally the CDC, like Virgin wanted to get us all home. So yeah, but my accommodations were very great. I, I, I didn't want to leave if I'm being completely honest. Um, I feel like, I feel like towards the end, I definitely was starting to go a little stir crazy, but it was the safest place to be. Like I hadn't been, I hadn't interacted with anyone new since March 13th. So in those 50 days, I didn't interact with anybody new. And if new people came on the ship, they had a quarantine for 14 days before leaving their room. You had a really good experience being quarantined there. That's great. Yeah, that I is did. good. And just in general, I just had like an incredible experience on my cruise ship. Good. So you're excited yeah. to go back. <clears throat> I'm very excited to go back. I'm like itching. I'm waiting to be like, so bosses, uh, when are you going to have us entertain with people back? Because my... Friends that work in the restaurants or the bars, they've gotten their date, but we have not gotten ours. So I'm a little like, uh-oh. Oh, wow. Entertainment coming back? I'm sure it will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it will. Just don't know why. And at least you know that you're, like, booked and blessed once this is all over. Girl, seriously? Like, that has been a blessing. And that was also – so you actually asked this question a while ago and I didn't answer it. So I got um, – all the entertainment got severance, so we were still getting paid up until a certain date which was lucky mm, because you're not allowed to just be on a cruise ship without getting paid. Like that's illegal. It's against maritime law. So like they had to pay us up until the last possible date for us to be on the ship, which was supposed to be April 15th, but then that changed to May 1st. So I got severance pay up until May 1st when I nice. left the ship. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's really yeah. good. Also a main reason to do cruise ships is the pay. You get so oh, much money and you insane. barely spend any. If like, you're the, smart. I know yes, people who have gone smart. on cruise ships and squandered it all. They're like, well, fuck, right. now I have to go on another cruise ship you're right, right. to save the money I should have saved the first time. Right. But also, there's nothing wrong with that because I feel like, especially for me, living this first time around, I did things that I know this next time around I'm not going to do again. Like the the fun times and the partying and all that stuff. Like I literally became the nightiest night owl. I stayed up for like... <laughs> 3 a.m., 4 a.m., would sleep until noon, roll out of bed, eat some food, and then go to work by 1. And it's like, I didn't like that. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, I didn't like, I, that's not me. Like now home in Arizona, I literally am asleep before midnight every night. Usually I'm asleep before 11 every night and I wake up no later than eight. And I like, I work out in the morning. Like I have my routine. I work out, I do my tarot reading. I do my journaling. I try and play an instrument. I have um, my ukulele and I actually learned an instrument during the show on the ship, a melodica. So I've been trying to practice that. I'm trying to read every day. I'm, um, especially this month, I'm trying to educate myself on some black excellence and just like know more about my people and about my culture. So it's like I have a routine that I hope when I go back on the ship, I stick with that because I like it. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Like if I every now and then want to stay up late and like have a good time, that's great. But this first time around, I definitely let the party aspect get the best of me. And I partied. Sure. Like I drank. Ev- I was drunk every night. Like not that I drank. I was drunk every <laughs> night. Yeah. Honestly, that's me in quarantine too. And guess what? I mean, I'm yeah, absolutely. My house, so. Absolutely, absolutely. But you know, when you're like, wow, I'm still like working though. And I think it was because Mm -hmm. there weren't passengers and sailors on the ship that I didn't have that like, oh, I need to still be professional outlook because I was never around people that I needed to be professional around. Like even my bosses would like buy us drinks. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it just, I never felt like I needed to be 100% professional and like have one drink that I sip throughout the whole night. It would be like I would have a drink every 30 minutes to an hour and not have water in between. Oh, nice. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I was that. just like, I had fun. I lived my, my yeah. college dreams. I, you know, I just, I was crazy and reckless and I just have to be better. That's all. That's great. I want to be better. I want to be better. I don't have to be better. I want to be better and show up for myself and stick to my routine. That's all. You will. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I will. definitely will. Do you have any other things you want to share about your experience being quarantined on the ship at all? Or like, yeah, absolutely. Um, it was, I never felt lonely or alone and I never felt isolated, which is shocking because I feel like that would be the easiest things to feel. But I think because I had such a good high spirit and such a good head on my shoulders that I, never let what was actually happening get the best of me. Um, I luckily was surrounded by really good people. Like living right next door to me was my really good friend, Scotty. Um, um, I think I, we lucked out getting to live right next door to each other. And we just had, we had each other to lean on. So I feel like I think I had comfort in that. Um, I just never, I never felt like I couldn't continue doing what I was doing. Like, the end didn't feel like it was near. Like, that kind of stuff. Um, Mm. It was weird. Like, the fact that I was staring. Like, I had a balcony, and I would just wake up and stare at the ocean that I stared at yesterday. Like, it was different water, of course. But (laughs) I literally stared at water for 50 days. Like, who does that? Like, not not a beachfront view. Like, I stared at an open body of water for 50 days. Like, wrap your head around that. It's just so... That would stress me out. Weird. Yeah, it was surreal and weird and became um, something I actually liked to stare at because it was like, oh, I need to start getting used to this because here, here's where I am. I felt very much like I was able to practice presence and, like, the moment of mm-hmm. now, just being in the moment. Um, 
The food was strange as hell. I would never want that again. I'm so grateful I get to cook. I miss smoothies so much. I make a smoothie every single day now that I've been home because I, I miss that. them so much. Um, yeah, I mean, of course, like, it was kind of bad, but, like, you know, we had people sneaking in and out of our rooms because, of course, we're not going to be alone for Mm-mm. that whole time. Like, everyone snuck into each other's rooms, and we would have, like, drinking parties and hangouts and stuff because you, like, missed your friend. You hadn't seen them, and it's not like there was a lot of entertainment left. Um, yeah. You know? Uh, yeah, it was just a very odd time in my life and I can't believe that like I booked my dream job and then quarantine and coronavirus happened and then I couldn't do my dream job I know because you were saying for you've been saying for so long like I remember like a year ago you were like oh I will be booking a cruise this year I will and you went to every single cruise audition and then like time passed but then you booked one and it's incredible and it was the best one for me like I wouldn't want to have started my cruise ship experience on any other ship that's with really any other awesome. company. Yeah. 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 I'm glad that you still have that outlook on it, given like everything that's happened. Because I think that I, I personally would be, it would be so easy for me to be like, I hate cruises. And I'm never fucking doing them again. And don't even <laughs> offer me water because I don't want to think about it. I know. But Red has always been like such a beach babe. Like you've always loved like laying out by, in tan. the sun, tanning, being near the water. Like you've always loved that. Oh yeah. You have like a hammock on your... Balcony we do every single balcony on my ship has a, a personalized like little mini hammock for you to sit what? in um every single balcony which is so nice because i spent i spent hours on my uh hammock i would play my ukulele i would read so out busy. there watch the sunsets i saw some of the most incredible sunsets of my life like that is one thing that i'm so beyond like arizona is known for their sunsets and arizona has some beautiful ones but to see it off of the ocean and like see it reflect off of water there's something about it like that's extra special um the week after i got off the ship there was an incredible thunderstorm and like i had all my friends sending me videos and stuff because they all knew how much i loved the nature aspect of being out in the middle of the ocean like i always took Mm -hmm. sunset pictures that was my thing And they sent me all of these lightning bolt videos. And I was just like, whoa, I wish I would have saw that in person. Like, that's so cool. Right. Um, But one thing I loved about being on the ship was I was able to be so motherfucking tan. Yeah. I actually looked like a black girl. (laughs) (laughs) I, like, still have most of the tan, but, like, it's definitely faded. And I keep being like, no, I need to stay dark. I was literally, like, so many shades darker than what I normally am. Which is funny because, like, my boobs are white. Like, I'm, like, white, like a shade, <laughs> like a piece of paper. And then the rest of my body is, like, you know, a light brown. And I just You're in Arizona, it. though. Can't you tan outside? It's not the same. That sun will kill you. It's not you. the same. Oh, really? Yeah. The sun will you kill you. outside, also, yeah. you feel yourself cooking. It's, yeah. It, it's, like, the sun in Arizona is basically just, like, a cancer gift waiting to happen. Oh, fun. Yeah. It's, uncom- <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. That's so fun. You, like, can walk outside and, and it, you feel your skin bubbling. That's miserable, actually. Yeah. It just it just gets to be over 100. When it's over 100, you're like, no, thank you. I will never forget my mom laid out by the pool one day in her raft, fell asleep, <gasps> came back in the house. Vicky. Had, was just as red as a lobster. How she cried and I left. 
I don't understand how people can fall asleep in the sun either. I never do. I'm very, like, It wasn't for, like, an hour, but, like, it happened quick. But Rita, Retta, James E. McGain reads. For having my story be heard and be told. Oh, my gosh. I have said enough, but, like, you know what, guys? If you're listening, my Instagram handle is at redditor underscore the underscore predator which I know I'll be tagged in like this feature post about this. But if you have any questions you want to ask me about cruise ship life or just have any questions about quarantine or like, you know, want to shoot the shit or you thought my voice sounded sexy. I don't know. Um, like Always. hit me up. This, this chick's single and ready to mingle. <laughs> I was just about to say, is she single? No, <laughs> she's so single, ready to mingle. That was- I wish I wasn't single because... I really wanted to find a beautiful foreign man that wanted to sweep me off my feet and I could have dual citizenship, which I can still have that. I was going to say, girl, you still have time. And I get to go back on the cruise. And this I is had next. some amazing connections with people when I went this first time. So, like, yeah, I know you it's did. possible. But I, yeah, I just, yeah. Anyway, anywho, and nonetheless. <coughs> Love that's that. me guys redditor the predator yes thank you so <laughs> much <Predator. laughs> and you can also email us at drinkwinespilltea at gmail.com or you can follow us on our social media our instagram is at drinkwine underscore spill tea and our twitter is at drinkwinespilltea with the letter t not the word don't forget to send us all your tea and your gossip and your drama and hopefully we will think it is funny enough to share it on this podcast, you have some stiff competition. Yeah, and also don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to them. We love a good rate and review. So thank you so much in advance. Yes. Retta, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and talking about your experience on the cruise ship. That is of crazy. Course, of course. Um, I really appreciate you and your input and your journey and Absolutely. just your positive thinking during such a such a hard time when it's so easy to get in your head and be you know not in a good place and so yeah. i just there's a lot of love and light coming from you and i love that oh my god that was Thank beautiful you. Jamie. thanks and what i want to say is that if you met any attractive gay men on that cruise ship you better tell them that i am cute and available i did actually oh, oh my Rita, god what? yeah there are so many cute gays my friend scotty's a cute gay Okay, well, but I feel like if is it your redheaded friend? Yeah, I feel like they kind of look alike though. Yikes! Are you not someone who's not into? Are you not into people who look like you? Well, actually, I feel like all of my exes kind of. Well, no, no, no. They're all like a little. I mean, like we could be like brothers, but they're the brother that is much stronger than I am. All right, all right. Well, I will show you what Scotty looks like, and if you're into it, he is single and definitely ready to mingle. So okay, let's mingle. <laughs> could promise you that. Love. All right, and peace out, bitches. Cheers, cheers, Red Good night. Your new glass of tequila. Bye.